Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chef from Amazon Music. Yeah. Woo. Let's go. Y'all need to sit back, listen, enjoy the vibe. Tip something, light it up, enjoy the ride. Cause the Sports City Chefs is on the night. In the kitchen cooking up, they on the ride. And I saw a notification on the phone um, about the show because I was going to go lay down, man. Well, we'll we'll try to keep it to an hour tonight so you can uh, so you can get your rest, man. We we got to have you healthy, healthy and strong, my friend. But uh, did you uh, did you enjoy the fishing trip last weekend? Man, listen, um, I am so glad. What the hell? I'm so glad that I went. I'm hearing clicks and stuff, and I'm trying to figure out what that is. Um, oh, that, that's probably, that's probably me. I'm, I, it should be done. No, it's not you. It's coming from, my, coming from in the house somewhere. But um, oh, okay. I'm so glad I went, man. It, it was fun. You know, it was nice being around other vets again. It kind of was like suddenly I was back in the service because even though none of us knew each other, I mean, some of the guys knew each other, but I didn't know any of them, you fall right back into the same conversations, the same type of joking and messing around. Um, hold on one second. Um, the same type of messing around, like the jokes that civilians wouldn't get. It was great. And then, you know, I got most of those guys are homeowners, so I was able to ask some questions. I couldn't ask anybody else. So they, they gave me, like, how did, I got to replace a the toilet. They, oh, you got to get the flange in the wax seal, and they explained to me why. And I got, like, recessed lightning in my ceiling. And they're like, oh, no, you got to do this. You got to do this. I'm like, how do you get it down? Do I twist? Do I pull? You know, so it was a lot of fun. And then going out on a boat, obviously, uh, was fun. We had 15 boats. Um, we didn't get as much as many fish as they had the year before because what they do is everybody that goes out, all the fish they catch, they group them all together, they clean them, they fillet them, and they send everybody home with fish. You know, but I did. I caught a, a I caught a king salmon. So okay. I was happy, man. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun. Did you bring some fish home? Yeah, I was able to get, like I said, it wasn't really a whole lot to bring, but I got one little Ziploc baggie, so, yeah, I was happy. Okay. You know, I was happy, man, because, you know. 
Huh? Well, so you step, stepping out of your uh, stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit ends up being rewarding. I think that's a that, that that's the yes, kind of you really does. Fear, so. So, yeah. so thank you, th- thank you for sharing that. And I know you speak last week to anybody that's veterans or whatever. If people ask you to do something, as Chandler said, man, take them up on it. Say yes. It makes it easier to say yes the next time, and you never know, you never know what rewards or blessings you can get out of it. So, uh, I'm glad you did that, and I appreciate you sharing as well. So, Chandler, tonight we have. Uh, the NBA draft. We've had a few moves in the NBA that I want to talk about a little bit. Uh, I'll be quite honest with you. I have not uh, watched or seen any of the draft picks. I'm going to try to pull it up here in a minute. As we go along, I have been following uh, LSU and Wake Forest in the elimination game. There are two guys that are going to be probably both picked in the top ten that matched up on the mound tonight. And we got to score this game going to the bottom of the eighth. So, um, winner moves on to play Florida. So I've been following that tonight. Yeah. LSU lost. LSU lost Monday, and so then they had a uh, they had a Tuesday night game, elimination game against Tennessee, and they beat Wake Forest last night to force this game tonight. So have have a, have been watching LSU Tiger baseball the last four nights. <laughs> so yeah, listen, I, I ain't watched a minute of this draft. Um, and honestly, I wouldn't even be, other than talking about Victor Wimbanyama, I wouldn't even be talking about the draft. But between what, what the, 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 um, um, the, Golden, the Golden State Warriors saw how stupid, um, um, who is it that got Bradley Beal? How stupid Phoenix was and said, hold my beer, I can top that. So, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, so so I, I, I want to go into those two things. So let's start with the most recent move today. Um, the Golden State Warriors have acquired from the Washington Wizards Chris Paul uh, in a trade today, which, I mean, maybe uh, with Curry and Clay Thompson pretty much holding down the guard position, if this guy can come in, like lead your second unit and that kind of thing and get other guys involved, uh, and maybe his veteran leadership helps some of those young guys. Some, you know, we talked about Chris Paul needing to be in a situation where he wasn't a lead guard all the time or needed to play, you know, where he could be more of a supporting type role. And so that may work. I just I don't see how with Draymond being so on the ball and whatever else, uh, and then, of course, as part of this deal, uh, Jordan Poole gets shipped out, which to me clearly says that they really, very well may try to re-sign Draymond Green, who just opted out. We'll see. Uh, but Jordan Poole, who they were touting as, you, you know, the future of this uh, franchise at the point guard position, uh, gets shipped out. And, you know, they talked about it later in the year. Steve Kerr has made mention of it recently that the locker room never was the same after Draymond punched that man. Uh, hey, uh, he might have deserved it, for all I know, from what I was hearing. But, uh, you know, they're trying to rebuild whatever they want to do. I, this just doesn't make uh, – it doesn't make a lot of sense to me uh, to get older, but this could be the type of situation that you were talking about before that would be more ideal for a guy like Chris Paul where he's not expected to log starting minutes. Excuse me. Yeah, but the problem is you could – oh, good God. Excuse me. Hold on. Wow. Some some really didn't want me to say this. But you could have waited for them to, to buy the man out. Listen, I'm not trying to hear Steve Kerr talking about, oh, locker room, you're the head coach. You the head coach. First of all, y'all they know who leaked that tape. It was somebody in the organization, they know who did it. You didn't take care of that. Jordan Poole, if you are that soft, that six months after somebody punched you in the face, you still whining about it, either punch them back in the face or shut up. Which is what he should have been told by Steve Kerr. Okay, he punched you in the face, and 
Here's what we're going to do. Draymond, come here. Jordan, come here. Let's go to the gym. Everybody out the gym. I'm going to go lock these doors. I'm leaving. I'm going to lock the doors. Y'all got 15 minutes. Figure it out. Now, if y'all got to punch each other in the face for 15 minutes, do it. But get it out of your system so we can move on. And I speak like like that because when I was in the service, go ahead. No, 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 no. You first. I was going to say, when I was in the service, you out there at sea, six, eight, nine months. Trust me, you get tired of each other. And in the service, and we were talking about this over the weekend, one of the things that we did was if somebody got after you with the needle, you know, made fun of you, whatever it was, and you you reacted to it, not only would they keep doing it, every single person that knew about it would do it too. So you had two options, fight everybody, fight everybody, or get over yourself. Get over yourself. Okay, and if it came down to it, you and that person went to a void, which is an empty space on the ship. Listen, here y'all go. Here's some gloves because we can't get nobody seriously injured. Go at it. You get get it out your system. You know what I'm saying? And you go in there and thump it up. Y'all come out. Got out your system? Yes. Okay. Let's all get back to working here because ain't none of us coming home if one person don't do their job. Now, is it that serious a basketball team? No, but the bottom line is we ain't winning the championship if everybody don't do their job. So you gave up Jordan Poole. Think, think of who they, they gave up, Wiseman, Poole. Think of the young players that should be on that roster that aren't because it was too hard for Steve Kerr to coach them. It was too hard for him. So you bring in Chris Paul. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go, go. No, no. No, as a Lakers fan, I'm smiling. I mean, listen, I know my organization been in shambles, and they didn't know what they were going to do with their bad contracts, and they're still trying to figure out who they're going to be able to bring back and what their roster looks like. But I look at Golden State, okay, maybe they do decide to bring Draymond back. Uh, Clay's a year older. Steph's a year older. Uh, and now, instead of a, a a young guard who could shoot it, who could really, really shoot it, you trade him in. For Chris Paul, who's definitely long in the tooth on the back end of their career. You got rid of Wiseman? Like, okay, what do you have left as far as youth? Kaminga? Like, what else do you have? Yeah. And so, and so I, I look at that. I look at that. And I'm like, okay, your window is going to be – I mean, your window may still be open right now, but it's going to be closing a lot faster than you think. And you're gonna be back to uh, you're gonna be back to mediocre basketball before you realize it if you're not careful. And then I look yeah. at the other deal. And then I look at the other deal that just happened. And I see the Phoenix Suns, another division foe. <laughs> Go get Bradley Beal. And listen, Bradley Beal's got skills. But everybody talks about this man like he's a franchise saver. He's made the playoffs twice in the Eastern Conference, once with John Wall and once with Russell Westbrook. And mm-hmm. the, guys had, the guys had health issues. You're talking about another wing. So now you got their big four. Now, maybe they swing a trade or something. We'll see. But right now, you can tell about their big four, if you can count Aiton amongst the big four, Aiton, Durant, Booker, Beal. Uh, find me a facilitator in that group. There isn't one. Find me a facilitator. Find me. And once again, Phoenix traded a lot of good young guys for Kevin Durant. And I can't necessarily say I, I begrudge them for trying to go get one of the most talented guys in the game. But a lot of the guys that they shipped off are guys that have a very bright future and are going to be around after this window closes in Phoenix. And and now let's 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 forget to mention this one other thing with these contracts in Phoenix. And that is you got four guys, just four that already have you over the 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 luxury tax. So you're going to pay a ton of luxury tax money, but now you're going to be you're going to be caught up with what the Lakers are trying to do. Get uh 
get G League guys and CBA veterans and and second round draft picks and whatever else trying to fill out a roster. You look at I mean listen. Listen. <laughs> I'm a diehard Lakers I'm a diehard Lakers fan. when last season started, I had to look up half the guys on the roster. Because you had so much tied up into those three or four contracts. Uh, this is not the recipe to win this league anymore. And Phoenix, uh, uh, let's not forget the wonderful coaching hire of Frank Vogel uh, to lead this team. Uh, it's not. As, I don't think it's going to come as easy as they think it is. You know, I'm so glad somebody finally broke the Frank Vogel thing. Because stop telling who's the championship coach. Frank Vogel went along for the ride because the very next season after the bubble, they fired him. Um, I think we got serious here. Uh, hold on, serious. I got to try to get you my mouth stopped working. Are you serious? You know what, man? I'm, I'm having a day right now, man. Uh, but I'll finish up and then we'll, we'll, we'll go to serious. You 703 is serious, right? Yo, what's going who's on? 703? Yeah, that's all right. Serious. Let me let me just finish up on Vogel, and I and I'll pass I'll pass you the plate. But Frank Vogel went along for the ride in L.A. Okay, and the next season when they realized that he was basically just a passenger, they jettisoned him. Okay, so miss me with the whole Frank Vogel's a championship coach. This is a dude who couldn't keep the Indiana team together when everybody started getting after George uh, uh, Hibbert. You couldn't keep that team together. So Bradley Bill, and I'm sorry, Bradley Bill, I miss me with the whole world, you know, now he's in the right slot. You have six players on the contract, six players on the contract. You're over the second apron, which means you're going to pay about $200 million in luxury tax plus $165 million there. That's for the six players you have on the contract. You need nine more people. You need nine more. It's, I don't, dude, listen, man. I don't know how these cats get these GM jobs, but um, look, man, I need to figure it out. I need to be able to go in and, and be a complete buffoon and get paid millions of dollars. Go ahead, serious. Yo, for starters, I'm going to go ahead and pick up the play you just passed. The fact that we are sitting here, uh, talking about the Phoenix Suns as a legitimate championship contender when they have literally the same guy that puts that, that wears different shoe sizes, but they're the same dude. They're the exact same guy. And ne- let's not forget, gentlemen, the issue that the Phoenix Suns had when they made the move for Kevin Durant. Again, I think, Mr. Harvey, you spoke about this last week, is the fact that they literally gutted their bench in order to get Kevin Durant. Then... That didn't work out. So then you go out and get a a, a B level guy in Bradley Bill, and you get rid of some more pieces. So if the fall guy was Monty Williams, okay, and we all understood that Monty Williams was the fall guy, okay, and Monty Williams was the fall guy because he could not get this particular team over the hump to a championship. What's going to happen this year when the Phoenix Suns get dust in the second round because they don't have a team, they have a star. And Kevin Durant and 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 Star and Devin Booker, um, but all three of them can't shoot the ball at the same time. And inevitably, Bradley Bill is going to end up going missing in the playoffs because that's what he does. Uh, Devin Booker, he's going to have a series, and then all of a sudden he's going to show up missing in the playoffs because that's what he does. And Kevin Durant's going to be out there by himself. And and please, oh please, oh please, don't let anybody get hurt. Don't let anybody well, hurt. And- anybody hurt because. <laughs> Well, well, and you don't have anybody to facilitate. You don't have anybody to facilitate. Serious. That's the other thing. You got. I didn't even get three. You got three wings and a big man. That wants to be gone. Like the team wants to be gone anyway. Yep. Hey, wait a minute. If I'm Phoenix right now, okay, and we talked about this earlier this week. If I'm Phoenix right now. I find a way to package DeAndre Ayton with some picks 
in this in, 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 in tonight's draft or this weekend's draft and move some people because at the end of the day, if you want this thing to work, DeAndre Ayton needs to change the scenery. Period. In discussion, you know what I mean? You, you, the, 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 the the management, him and him and James Jones do not get along. I don't know if he's spitting his coffee, you know, talk to his son, whatever. <laughs> them two, the, the two do not get along, so they, they they need to break up, and they need to go. They need to get stuff for DeAndre Ayton and do something to build around that nucleus. I'm not trying to say the nucleus is bad. What I'm trying to say is, in order to win a championship, you got to have all the extra pieces. And right now, they're too top heavy. The, yeah. the, the, the Phoenix Suns, the, the Phoenix Suns are. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this, y'all. Don't get one more. The Phoenix Suns are, 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 are is that girl at the club with double D knockers with a flat booty. They ain't built right. <laughs> and her elevator don't go all the way up. They touch every floor, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, no, listen, and, and here's the thing. You got two guards in Beal and Booker. Okay, now you got Durant. What are you going to do? Try to bring a point forward of some kind in there? I mean, you don't have anybody facilitating. Campaign missed me with that. Like, the only thing that he's really known for is dancing in pregame with Russell Westbrook when he was in Oklahoma City. Now, he had a couple of decent games in Chris Paul's stead, but, if anybody believes that campaign's ready to be a, a starting point guard on a championship contending team, please let me know. I'll wait. But we don't have that much time. Uh, serious, real quick, because uh, I want to uh, pivot back to this uh, other move, but have you followed the draft any? Uh, I haven't had a chance to take a look at it. Have you seen any of the picks made tonight after Victor at pick one? I have not. I've been in band practice. I was trying to call it on my phone, but um, I, I really don't. I know, I know Scoot went three, uh, Miller went two, um, but other than that, I really haven't been able to follow it. So I'll go so wait till I got home Miller tonight. Go, you did Miller go to Orlando and Scoot to uh, Charlotte? Uh, no, Miller, no, Miller, 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 Miller to Charlotte. No. Yeah, and and uh, scoop to Portland. Portland. To yeah. Portland. Yeah. <clears throat> so that makes that makes you wonder too. With Scoot coming into Portland, combo guard could play a point guard. Are they actually going to? Are, are they actually going to trade Dame Lillard um, in this offseason? <laughs> uh, because I I do believe uh, I I know that the New Orleans Pelicans expressed a whole lot of interest. In, in Scoop Henderson. So, uh, you know, I'm curious to see because we, we have seen guys traded uh, after that. Usually it's right as it happens, but we have seen guys traded after they got drafted. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if any noise is made there. So <clears throat> before you came in, Sirius, we talked about this. B-rated guy and Bradley Beal going to Phoenix. And it's funny how the the talking heads want to react. I saw Kendrick Perkins going on about how they're a real championship contending team. I'm like, you got one basketball and nobody to distribute it. So, yeah, you tell me. Um, But the other uh, comment that that we just talked about serious and I'd love to get your take on uh, really quickly is instead of waiting for them to be bought out and all this happening, uh, the Golden State Warriors today acquired Chris Paul from the Washington Wizards to serve as kind of a guy off the bench, I guess, and a third guard for them. Uh, what are your thoughts on Chris Paul to Golden State? So, honestly, I think that they've been listening to Sports City because if, 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 if they paid attention, I sat here and said that Chris Paul needs to go to a place where he can come off the bench and be a be a, a, a catalyst or a, a second a, a second guy to the guy. So I think Golden State is a perfect fit for him. I think that him going over there, there's not going to be much expected of him to do much, uh, provide minutes, uh, give leadership, um, you know, just, just just be one of the guys. Going on the days of us expecting CP3 to give you, you know, 25 and 10 on a consistent basis. Gone, gone on those days. So 
if, if, if he was going to stay in Washington, he, he was going to be part of a rebuild. He's going to have to do more than he's able to do. His body cannot hold up. Now, on the flip side, Jordan Poole going to Washington, I actually love that move. I, I love the move because at the end of the day, Jordan Poole is a guy who can get you a bucket or two or three or few or four. He can grow. He can mature. He can understand that, hey, this is my team now. You know what I'm saying? Chris Sapsworthing is gone. Uh, Kyle Kuzma opted out. He's going to be gone. Uh, they're in a full-fledged rebuild. They can also go and get Tyus Jones, the point guard, the backup point guard for the Memphis Grizzlies, who I think is ready to step into a more starter role, if you will, because I think he's a better point guard than anything that the Wizards had. Um, so I, I like the move for both teams. I love the move for both teams. I think they can go out there, get himself a ring, or try to chase a ring or whatever the case may be, and retire. Hold on. Let me get this straight. So rather than keep a young guard and just tell him, get over yourself because, you got, okay, you got punched in the face. Everybody got punched in the face. I got punched in the face, right? You could wait for Chris Paul. See, it's not the fact that they got Chris Paul, right? That's a good move. You gave up Jordan Poole when you didn't have to. You could have let them buy out Chris Paul. He would have got his $30 million, and you could have paid him $1 million. You understand what I'm saying? The move makes no sense because you got rid of an asset that you didn't. Now, if you really needed to move Jordan Poole, you wait for them to buy out Chris Paul. You trade Jordan Poole somewhere else, get more assets back, and you still could have had Chris Paul. Uh, so it's a stupid trade. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Me first and you, real, real quick. I think, though, the issue with that is if, they tried to wait on him to get bought out. He could make to the Lakers if he wanted to go play with LeBron. He has some say on where he goes. Now, maybe he had to okay the deal anyway since he'd been in the league for a while, but maybe they yeah. do it that way so he, so he doesn't have the option. The Lakers so, had no interest in him. The Clippers had no interest in him. I so the only place I in California... I can't say that's accurate. Go ahead, go ahead, Sirius. No, no, what's that? No, what I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that's accurate because everything that I'm everything I'm reading was that the Los Angeles Lakers and Chris Paul were going to make something happen. So, the, the, so, so, so maybe they would wait for him to buy out or, or not. I, I'm not too sure because I'm not I'm not behind closed doors. Everything that I've read is Chris Paul, Los Angeles Lakers. Chris Paul, Los Angeles Clippers reunion. I thought he wanted to go with the Lakers because he and LeBron James. But I wanted to get to your the previous point, and then I'll shut up and step out the way. If your issue is the fact that the trade, as far as money, doesn't make sense, I can agree with you. But I'm talking about the players involved. Money aside, oh yeah, yeah, the players involved, yeah, yeah the players it, it makes basketball. Yeah, sense. yeah, it does. I, I it does. There. It does. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, basketball wise, yeah, it makes sense. It's just. I think you could have got Chris Paul on cheap and traded Jordan Poole and got and got something better. Uh, you, know, you understand what I'm saying? You 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 could have made two moves because um, the Golden State Warriors at the, are at the top end of the, of the luxury tax anyway. So what's ten more million dollars when you're paying six hundred? You understand what I'm saying? Okay, let me let me get some change from under from under the seat. They're paying six hundred million dollars in the luxury tax, bro. What's ten more million? If the Lakers offer him five, you offer him ten. That's my problem with the trade. Is it short-sighted? Oh, and by the way, you now have no young players on your roster. Chris Paul is still going to get hurt. He's still going to get hurt. So the only young guy, what? You, the only I, young guy you have is Kaminga. That's it. Ugh. Dude, I need to be a GM. So I can make stupid moves and make make all this money. I'm telling you, man, I can make better moves than that. And you ain't got to pay me a third of what you're paying these clowns. I'm just saying. What? Well, and I agree with you. I think that the you could have gotten more uh, for Jordan Poole. I, I will say this though. I think he's gonna find life to be a lot different in Washington. You look, this team has gutted everything again. Deal's gone. Porzingis gone. Uh, you know, there's talk that they're not going to uh, re-sign Kyle Kuzma as well. So another full-blown rebuild in place for uh, 
for for Washington, I'm trying to figure out like they definitely ain't building no house. It must be like road construction that you know never gets completely done with all the rebuilds. Well, no, it's a uh, it's a full tear down in Washington. It's a it's a full tear down. This is a full tear down. Yeah. So and, Jordan Poole, you, you, you gonna get all the shots you want. Yeah, you gonna get all the shots you want, Jordan Poole. I gotta try out next Go ahead, week. Serious. I gotta try out for the Wizards next week, man. I already sent my paperwork and I'm going to try out. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be able to watch. Dude, I gotta try. Yeah, this a full, this a full on teardown. So Jordan Poole, you want to be the man? You get to be the man in a in, in obscurity. In a season and a half, people are going to forget you in the league, son. That's what happens when you go places like Washington, and it used to be Sacramento. Remember when they sent people to Sacramento, and like six months into the season, you're like, yo, is such and such still in the league? Oh, yeah, he's playing with Sacramento. Oh. That's what it is with the Wizards. Now, I don't like that because I remember when the Washington Bullets slash Wizards were good. I remember the West Unsell, Bobby Dandridge, Elvin Hayes, um, Antoine Jameson, uh, Rasheed Wallace, Chris Webber. I remember when there were good Watch teams. Robert Pat, Calvert Chaney. Yes. <laughs> you know, so I, it's a shame that one – and see, people don't realize this. This is one of the flagship franchises of the NBA. There has been a team in Baltimore slash Washington since the league league's inception. There has been a team there. We can go all the way back to Earl Monroe, okay? And the fact that they have let this get to this point, shame on Ted Leonsis. Seriously, shame on him. Well, and it's, but, it's just like whatever whatever they've done hasn't worked. You had Bill, you let him go, you brought Westbrook in, you made the playoffs one year with Westbrook and Bill. Then you make the trade with uh, the Lakers, you bring in Kuzma, you bring in uh, – other guys to try to make that work, and it's, it still doesn't. And so now you're basically saying, you know what, we failed at our last rebuild job, so let's try to do it again, and we are going to tear everything down except for the foundation, and our foundation is going to be Jordan Poole. Yeah. Uh, who, who, you, can't you, take, who can't take conflict I hope and nobody, who never lets anything go. I hope nobody takes a swing at it. Um, it's, oh, by the way, speaking uh, of that, what's mm-hmm. the over-under on Chris Paul and Draymond getting into it? I see three practices. Uh, that, that's going mm-hmm. to that, be real interesting <laughs> because we know how outspoken Draymond is and we know, um, you know, that he's kind of an emotional sort of leader for that team. And then we know that Chris Paul has always had a reputation for being a leader and a guy. So um, it, if they don't get on the same accord early and make sure they're leading from, leading from the same hymnal, uh, it could be uh, – it could get dicey. And, and here's the thing. Chris Paul, Chris Paul ain't going to uh, – he ain't going to back down. No, they listen. They gonna shoot a fair one, all right, bro. They gonna shoot a fair one. <laughs> oh, it's I. I don't understand. Like, like what Sirius was talking about with Aiden. The Phoenix Suns should have been on the phone to the New York Knicks. See, they don't want a center who wants shots. They want somebody who can play defense. Now, maybe if Mitchell Robinson getting that dry air in Arizona, maybe he won't break down so much. But I would be on the phone. If I'm the Knicks, I'm on the phone with Phoenix. Like, listen, we will give you ain't got a point guard. Which one of ours you want? We got 17. And you take Mitchell Robinson, and we'll give you a pick for DeAndre Ayton. That trade should have already been made. That trade should have already been made. And see, this is where the whole Frank Vogel, well, you know, he, he's had success with big men. Really? You mean like Roy Hibbert, who imploded because guys on that team were getting at him about, you know, his, his significant other cheating on him, and they broke him down, and he, they were never able to. Roy Hibbert lost his career over that. That Frank Vogel? Or the Frank Vogel that was in, in Orlando, whose team's bombed? 
and his big men were trash. Show me the big man that got better under Vogel, because Hibbert was already trending upwards when Vogel took over that team. So this mythology about Frank Vogel being great with big men, yeah, man, miss me with all of that. Um, yeah. So the other the other interesting piece to me um, in the basketball world, uh, Porzingis goes to Boston. We talk about Boston needing a big man, and they trade Marcus Smart. Uh, and I believe that uh, Tyus Jones is actually going to. Washington in this deal. Yeah, um, he's from Washington. Yeah, that's about the only so good, Ty, good thing that's come out of these Ty, trades. Is Tyus Jones going to going to Washington? They got a really good point guard there. Ty, Tyus Jones now goes to Washington to play with Jordan Poole, and then you know Marcus Smart comes in. Hey, uh, and he, Mr. Harvey. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Jordan Hawkins just got picked up by the Pelicans. That pick number fourteen. That was the guy I was hoping would. No, that was that was a guy who was with Foster the Lakers. He can shoot it. Um, he's from so he's looking, from UConn. He's trash. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so looking at uh, looking at Marcus Smart though, you know we talk about Phoenix needing a veteran voice and a guy. Smart plays defense. He's not the best point guard. He's a little bit streaky as a shooter or whatever. But what do you guys thought from Marcus Smart coming in? and stepping in to play the point guard until Morant gets back, and, and how does this look for the Memphis Grizzlies? It's a good move for Memphis all the way across the board. Um, listen, Marcus Smart will just will just straight up slap the you-know-what out of John Morant, okay? He will take him in the back room, and he, he what's, what's what, uh, the Dave Chappelle show? What the five fingers say, what the five fingers say to the face? Slap. Smack. Okay. <laughs> you know, listen, they needed an adult in their organization. They needed an adult. Um, Stephen Adams was not the adult because Stephen Adams wasn't willing to say anything. He was willing to tell it to the media, but he wasn't willing to say it to his teammates. Marcus Smart is going to say it to the media, and he's going to say it to you. You know, this gives – and this what this does is this gives Ja cover because, as I said, Progress isn't linear. Growth isn't linear. We all know that. We all know that before we grew, we had to get down in the valley. And everybody said, dude, you're going down the valley. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I know what I'm doing. I'm fine. Dude, your car is on fire. I'm fine. I'm fine. Until we got to the bottom and realized that we weren't fine, right? Growth isn't linear. So what this will do for John is it will give him somebody who will take some pressure off of him, who if John has a misstep, I guarantee Marcus Smart will do something to draw the attention to him. He'll get a technical. He'll do something where they're coming to him instead of going to John. You understand what I'm saying? So I love this move for Memphis. I love this move for Memphis. I like it for Marcus Smart. It, it gives him the ability to be on a team where he'll finally get credit for being a true professional and veteran. We talked about – didn't we talk about this the other night, uh, uh, Sirius, with, with Porzingis going going, going to Boston? Did we talk about that? I think, I think we did. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I like it because, you know, listen, say what you want. Porzingis is 7'3", still got handles. He's a double-double, and now you can – since Joe Mazzula seems to love people who just shoot three-pointers – you can now have Robert Williams down there rebounding and just bombs away from the outside. So for me, this is a win for everybody, honestly. So, so I'm a real, real quick. Uh, uh, Victor Victor goes first. Brandon Miller second to the uh, Hornets. As we talked about, Scoot Henderson third to Portland. Uh, Amen Thompson uh, to Houston. I think that's the point guard version of the Thompson Twins. Uh, yeah. Osir goes, Osir goes uh, fifth to Detroit. 
Uh, Anthony Black from Arkansas, young guard, uh, goes to Orlando. Uh, the kid from France goes seven. Um, he is traded to the Wizards by the Pacers. And then the next pick, Jerry Swagger from Houston, uh, is traded to the Pacers. Uh, Utah Jazz took Taylor, Tyler Hendricks from Central Florida. Cason Wallace from Kentucky, uh, drafted by Dallas. They got into this round just to trade this pick away to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, Howard from Michigan uh, goes to Orlando. Derek Lively from Duke uh, was drafted, and he got traded to the Mavs. So those are those two guys. And then uh, Dig from Kansas went to Toronto. And then you just said Hawkins went 14 to uh, the Pelicans. So that's where we are uh, right now on this draft. Uh, Sirius, I know you're a Rockets guy. Uh, your thoughts on getting a 6'7 point guard to go along with that young talent that you already have in, in the building? Uh, Kobe Buskin, guard out of Michigan, just went 15 overall to the uh, Atlanta Hawks, Kobe Buskin, Atlanta Hawks. Um, to answer your question, honestly, um, I'm a little bit indifferent about it. You know, I, I, I don't really, I don't really know how to think. I really don't know how to feel. Um, I think that he's going to come in and play well. Um, but we have a lot of young, young guys on my roster. You know, at the end of the day, we. We've been picking in the top five, you know, for for a while. Um, but I think I mean he's gonna be able to come in and play and, and play well for us. Um, he's a six seven guard who can handle it, who can shoot a little bit. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how he pairs with, with Jalen Green, um, you know, Kevin. Um, so literally, our, our whole starting five is you know four years, five years in the league and under. Um, and so and there's going to be a lot of growing pain. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to even hold it. There's going to be a lot of growing pain, and I'm going to go through it. But I think, I think we're going to come out in the end being halfway decent. Um, maybe compete for a play-in. You know, I mean, that's the standard at this point. You know, so compete for a play-in and see, see where we go from there. 929-477-2759 is our call number. We're here with you for the next oh, at least 17 minutes or so, uh, maybe a little more, depending on what all we got. Uh, served up, uh, and real quick, because I forgot about them early in the show, I try to do them very early on, but don't forget about PHI Apparel. Uh, once again, that's phiapparel.co. Use promo code uh, CHEFS at checkout. Get your extra 15% off there. The Phillies were 12 out of four, their last 14 going into this week, uh, but so were the Braves, so they didn't make up any games, and the Braves won these two in this series this week. So, uh, nice. Uh, hey, Mike. As, uh, hey, Mike. Yes, yes, sir. While we're taking care of business, <clears throat> two things. One of them is Monica McNutt is fine. Oh, my God, that girl got yams. Also, yes, she does. earlier in the show, earlier in the show, uh, there was a comment made about women with large chestal areas that may be smaller than what some people consider normal Goody's Maximuses. Those thoughts by no means, by no means represent that of Sports City and specifically me, because I've been alone a long time. So you could be built right, built not right, built bad, built good. Listen, let's do coffee. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> let's do coffee. I love it. I love it. Okay, uh, so check out uh, Chefs at, check, at Checkout. Get your 15% off uh, there. One thing that I'm interested to see, fellas, is three of the top five picks right here. Uh, Henderson with both of the Thompson twins. All three guys, G League guys. Guys that are trained in the G League, either skipped senior year or skipped, you know, didn't do the college route and played with the G League to develop their game for an extra year. Uh, I think that. No, no, the, no, no. He, Thompson twins came from Overtime Elite. That's not the G League. Okay. So they went to Overtime Elite. So they did go. I know, and I'll, let me say an alternate route then um, after high school. They went and played 
with a different program. And then you got Scoot Henderson from the G League. I think that if these guys have some success at this next level, it continues to start a trend of maybe, now maybe Neil, uh, the Neil deals kind of change it some, but this continues, I think, to to further a trend where guys are realizing, hey, I don't have to be in that conventional box and go to college. Um, I can still be trained to advance to that next level without having to go the traditional route. Yeah. I mean, overtime elite, I think, get kids as early as high school. Um, and they can, you know, play with them. And, and you know, and, and what it does, listen, if this is your plans to play professional basketball, because not everybody's going to make the NBA. You can play professional basketball overseas, but you need to know really what you're getting into. This is a route because some of these kids come out of college and say, I'm getting drafted. Now two rounds of the NBA is 5,000 college players in the draft. There are 64 who are going to get drafted. What the rest of y'all are doing? So I like the fact that these kids have options. I don't, I'm not going to say one is better than the other because I'm not in their shoes. You know, it's personal for each of them, so that means it's individual. But I like the fact that kids now have an option. You know, when you want to go get some NIL money, okay. Want to do overtime league, okay. Want to do G League, okay. Do what's best for you because these schools, these organizations, they actually don't give a damn about you. They will do their best to get you to a point so you can get drafted because it's beneficial for them. Let's not let's not act like this is some altruistic thing. Okay, get what you can get out of it. You know, these people don't care. So if you're gonna go that route, understand that it's your job to take advantage of all of it. Don't wait for them to do it for you. Are you there? Do we look yeah, that's good. it. Okay, cool. So we had, after the guy in Michigan, the next two picks were uh, the Jazz. That was one of the 78 picks they got from Minnesota uh, for Rudy Gobert last year. And then the Lakers are picking 17 right in front of Miami. Golden State and Houston were the picks from the Clippers right at the top 20. Um in the first round of this draft going on tonight. Do you see any more results, Sirius? I'm just refreshing my page, and I don't see anything past. No, no. They're, no. they're, talking, to, uh, they're talking to the, the, the Frenchman now, so uh, we keep pushing. All right, so, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of talk, a lot of hype behind this guy. People saying can be – one of the brightest stars to come out in the last three decades. I I don't know how much I believe the hype, but what are you guys' thoughts on Victor? I'm, I'm going to hear his name pronounced a few times before I try to say it. But, but what what kind of thoughts do you guys have on him? Can this guy can this guy be an elite player at this level? Yes, he already is. He already is. Um, right now, listen. If he's half of what I've seen, he is a perennial all-star, he's a Hall of Famer, and he wins one championship. If he's two-thirds of what everybody thinks, and and I'm just going by what I've seen of him playing, and now, you know, you can watch FIBA now, you can watch everything now, um, then he's a perennial all-star, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and he's multiple championship winner, like two, two, two to three. If he turns out to really fulfill all the potential he has, he's Wilt Chamberlain. That's how talented this year. His physical gifts. He is Wilt Chamberlain. Remember when Wilt was doing things someone else could do because he was just simply bigger, stronger, faster? This kid is bigger. He's going to get stronger. He's faster. He has a shot. It's not like he's just hoping it. This kid, listen, it's wet. He can put the ball on the floor. He can, he can be your seven foot five point guard. 
Hey, we got a new pick. Uh, the Utah Jazz picked up Keontae George, uh, the guard out of Baylor. Keontae George, the guard out of Baylor, just went to, uh, to Utah. And, and the other thing with Victor is he's been playing against men for the past two years. For the past two years, he's been playing in a professional league, playing against grown men. So he's not coming in there, you know, bumping and grinding against high school kids. He's bumping and grinding against dudes that's trying to keep their jobs so they can feed their family. So, I, listen. It's, it, listen. Um, I know people don't like, some people don't like it. Well, you know, but he's French. Okay, thanks for sharing. Um, <laughs> thanks for sharing, man. This kid is going to be good. He's going to be good. He's going to be really good. Well, I can't think of a better landing spot for this kid. Uh, the San Antonio Spurs uh, have developed international talents before. You, you have guys like Parker and Ginobili and those guys uh, who develop there. It's a good-sized city. But it's not a city that has as many distractions as, say, a New York or an L.A. or anywhere else. Um, it, it's kind of a sleepy city compared to some of those. Uh, but there's, uh, there's, there's enough, there's some culture there, there's some things to do. Uh, but it's not a, a city that you really hear about young kids going out doing too much, getting in trouble and that kind of stuff. Um, it, it's sort of a small market franchise to an extent um, in San Antonio. I don't know that, like, they got some work to do to continue to, to build that roster around him, but they have time to do yeah. it. I, I don't know that this kid could have gone to a better place to begin his NBA career. Yeah, I agree. I, I think he landed in the perfect spot. Go ahead, Sirius. You know, so I, I, I'm going to keep it a buck. I need to see it in the NBA before I believe it. I'm one of those guys. I sat there and watched the FIFA stuff. I sat there and watched all the highlights and everything. And, again, no, no disrespect to those the, those men over there. But they don't got Giannis onto the Cooper running that down like this. They don't got the LeBron James and the big body people dealing with. You don't got you don't got Joker and some other cats that this young man's gonna have to deal with on a night and an out basis. And not to mention the the, the, the brother's tall. He, he he's very very tall. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The history of of the history of men that particular size being able to hold up. Um, that, that doesn't bowl necessarily too well. Now, again, I want to, I want to see him do well. I, I really do. I really want to see this man do well. Um, so I don't want just to come off like um, you know, poo pooing on this man, you know, you know, career before it gets started. But I I need to see it. I I I need to see what he does, you know, in, on, on the block when he has to deal with, you know, Anthony Davis or LeBron James on a on a on a break or something. I I need to see how he hands up with it. So it's gonna be fun to watch. He's going to be a hell of a lot. So it's going to be fun to watch. Hey, Sirius, um, we got either five minutes left or 30 minutes left if you can hang out. I got to go, man. I'm exhausted. So it'll be up to you. If you want to hang out with Mike another 30 minutes, I can extend it. Or if not, we got about four minutes left. We can, we, we, we can, we can go ahead and jump off, man. I got some stuff I got to take care of. I just wanted to come on and show some support, some love to, 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 to the round table while, while I got the opportunity to do Appreciate it, man. Well, well, Sirius, I'm going to ask you to handle your uh, any closeouts, anything you want to do before we shut the doors here. Keep an eye out. We'll see if this Lakers pick comes on before we, we shut it down tonight. But, Sirius, uh, any closeouts, yes, any, anything you want to promote before we get out of here? Yo, man, it's such a pleasure to be here with you guys again on the Gumbo Show, man. Um, it's, a, it's a whole different feel than what we do on Wednesday and then what we do on the other shows, man. So uh, I, I love the different the different types of spices we cook up with over here on, on a particular show. Uh, definitely check out the blogs, the, the interviews, the, the finger foods and stuff of that nature. That's popping right now over on YouTube. Uh, the blog very, you know, has writer's pen right now, so he, he's writing about everything, including what he ate for breakfast. 
Uh, so definitely go ahead and give that a follow. Shout out to all the shout, shout out to all the sponsors, man, and stuff that's coming down the pike, man. And, and as always, man, it's just a pleasure to kick it with you guys. Man, I catch you on the next one. Cheers, man. Always a pleasure. Glad you stopped by to spend some time with us. Tanner, you know how we do it, man. You got anything you want to promote? Uh, shout out points before we get out of here tonight. Yeah, I mean, listen to all the shows on Sports City. Um, but for me, it's always about veterans. Um, 22 veterans commit suicide a day. 22 veterans commit suicide a day. There's a lack of resources, lack of help sometimes because they've given up, even though there's resources there. Um, the number is 988. You hit one to be connected to the Veterans Crisis Line. You don't have to be in crisis. You don't have to be getting ready to kill yourself. You're having a bad day. Want somebody to talk to. Call another vet. Nobody don't understand you like we do. You just need to talk. Just need to, you know, just need to talk. And the other thing I'll say is for everybody who, when you're in that space where everything is miserable, where everything sucks and you're tired, and somebody says, hey, Let's go take a walk. Say yes. Whatever it is, let's go do a collage. I don't know what the hell a collage is. Say yes. Say yes to new things. Say yes. Because what will happen is you might find out you like it. And the worst thing that can happen is you're in the same space you're already in. We got a 203 that just jumped on. Mike. Uh, that's probably Barry. Maybe not. Barry? Or timer. What was that Timeless, maybe. 203536. I don't took off the blazer. Oh, there he is. What's, what's going on? What's up, TP, man? You just jumped in here right as we were about to sign off, man. You been watching your Thunder in the draft tonight? No, they're not doing nothing, man. They they picking and trading. They, they're not doing nothing interesting, man. They wasted their time getting all these picks. It don't make sense for them to what they're doing. It's it, it's lunacy. Uh, I don't I don't like it at all. I don't like it. So, what's everybody doing? Yeah. Yeah. We so we just kind of talked about Chris Paul to Golden State. We talked about Bradley Bill to Phoenix tonight, and we kind of. Uh, hit the draft a little bit and what's going on in the NBA draft tonight. Um, and so we just kind of hitting all that before we shut it down tonight. You got anything you want to throw out there on, uh, you got anything you want to throw out there on Chris Paul? Um, uh, it's, interesting. Bill? it's interesting how his career is ending up. That's all I got to say. It's, um, everybody looked at that as a rivalry between Steph Curry and, and, uh, Chris Paul, now they're joining together, and it's like they want Chris Paul to save his legs for the postseason, but it's like Steph Curry is injury-prone too. So both of them got to watch it, and Steph is actually 35 as of this year. So they are getting up there. So And it's, it's no easy pushover anymore in the West, and if Draymond don't get that option together, Draymond's gone. So there's a lot of issues happening right now at Golden State. I know that was like one of those media darling situations, but – I don't know. That that sand and hourglass might be gone uh, for Golden State, especially with this move. This looks like a desperation move to me. Yeah, it's, it's definitely looking interesting because I see teams, I see teams getting older and hamstringing themselves. I mean, you look, they, they get rid of Jordan Poole. Wiseman was gone last year. Now you just got Kaminga and, and a bunch of veterans. You got to figure out what happens with Draymond. And then I look at Phoenix, man, and there's all this talk about what kind of favorite they're going to be. To me, you got <clears throat> you got two shooting guards. You got Durant. They may have to figure something out with Aiden if they're going to trade him or whatever. But you don't have any facilitators, man. You don't have any pieces that that really fit. I feel like they may end up. I, I don't know how they're going to fill out the balance of that roster in Phoenix. Um, they yeah, they that's what got to happen. Like the people behind us, the notable starting five. Uh, I don't think they got enough help. I I don't think the Suns are gonna make it to the Western Conference Final, like a lot of other people think is gonna happen. So I, I think they're in trouble.
Yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how they can piece this thing together. But you know, as as a Lakers fan, I know that this organization has a lot of questions. But uh, to me, I, I don't think that I don't think that Golden State or Phoenix did anything to make themselves, you know, a long term problem in this division for for anybody. Um, well, basically, conference. Basically, in a conference, I'm not even worried about the division. They they got too much in front of them in the Western Conference and. Even in the short term, like, you know, LeBron's gunning for a championship. KD got to do something before they scrutinize the hell out of what he's been doing. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with Damian Lillard. It's, it's a mess in the West. The West is back again loaded, and it didn't even look like it, it ever ended. But now with all of the names in the Western Conference, it's like, come on. Like, all of the simple moves that these teams are making are still not enough. I, I don't think so. Yeah, I I feel like that some of these moves are made out of desperation where these teams are just trying to do whatever they can to try to win. And I feel like that in some ways, especially with these two moves that we just talked about, I feel like these teams are shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, but that's, that's just me. Um, TP, we just kind of hit that in the draft tonight. Uh, I hit the College World Series a little bit. Is there anything you want to serve up here before we shut the doors tonight? We were just kind of doing a little bit more than an hour tonight, just kind of chopping it up. Had Chandler and uh, and Sirius in, in, in line tonight. So you got anything you want to throw out there? No, I just called in to see what was going on. I just, you know, at the tail end of it, well, not even the tail end of it, at the tail end of like the first round, I just was just frustrated see what was going on. I was like, let me call in the kitchen and see what's cooking up. And I called in a little late, so I missed all of the good stuff. So, nah, I mean, you know, the normal. I mean, my, my boys are struggling now in Minnesota. I'm, I'm mad about this. Rocco Ball Deli came out with something basically saying Byron Bucks still ain't 100% healthy. It's like they doing everything they can to protect them, and it still ain't working. I, I don't know what else is supposed to happen. And these guys went on a massive losing streak out of nowhere and still on top of the division by a hair, but you know, you just you just gotta hang in there the best way you can. But Byron Buckley, I don't I don't know what else they could do for you. All you're doing now is swinging the bat. Like that's it now. Like he's not even out in the field jumping into the wall and being a gold glover. Like I don't know what else you want them to do. But uh, other than that, I don't I don't really have much. I, I, like I said, the, the Chris Paul situation is interesting. I actually love Chris Stapp for everything is going to Boston. Um, I think that's gonna bring them up. Like I think the Boston Celtics like aura, the people out there, because you know they, they want somebody of that descent to try to come help carry that team, and he's going to be a fair favorite easy out there. I already know it. And um, they finally get like a true seven-footer in Boston that could actually be an impact. So uh, just depending on how the rest of this draft go, it should be pretty interesting, and that's pretty pretty much all I got in the bag anyway. The other guy we hit tonight was Marcus Smart going to Memphis, you know, he is a dog on the defensive end. Doesn't always make some of the smartest decisions, but we talked about Memphis needing a a veteran presence. He can step in at the point guard position while Josh serves his 25 games, but he's a guy that does bring some toughness, and I feel like some respect uh, into that locker room uh, uh, for that Memphis Grizzlies team. I, I, I feel bad like all around, like 360. Um, first and foremost, Marcus Smart, um, even though certain things you've done in your career I don't like and I always have that, like, you know, German Shepherd tooth show growl towards you. But um, we just talked about this last night, and it was about Brogdon trying to leave. I was like, Boston can't let Brogdon leave. Marcus Smart is about to be out of there, like, career-wise. Why would they watch Brogdon leave and Smart is going to be gone soon, too? And the next day they get rid of him. And I'm like, wow, this is like a vicious karma kind of like. And I, I really like want to say, like, watch what we do because they really be listening. Like, somehow, somewhere, it has always come out to fruition. Um, I don't think this helps Memphis, even with Ja out, because Marcus Smart don't play the type of basketball Ja plays. Marcus Smart has now become a catch-and-shoot type of guy and – try to work the offense like on some like 
you know, you know, streak in place, trying to get there and then pull up and then move the ball around the horn. But he's not like Ja. Ja demands the pressure on that defense as much as possible. And it's like for the 25 games Ja's going to be out, once he comes back, it's like they're going to see an off and on switch of how that offense should work or can't work. So I, I want to see how this happens after, I basically want to say like January, if it does get to January. I think it might be December. December or January when Ja gets it back, because I know Memphis will probably be struggling being a Western Conference team with a whole new guard set um, and, and losing Tyus Jones also. They, they basically are without John. Tyus is gone too. So this is going to be pretty much interesting on what's going on in Memphis. It's going to be really important for them to get to have Jaron Jackson Jr. healthy at the beginning of the season uh, for this team. Real quick in the College World Series, Tommy White just hit a walk-off home run for LSU. They had to come all the way back to the loser's bracket to get rid of number one seeded Wake Forest. I don't know who is going to pitch for them in the championship series against Florida starting on Saturday. It may get very ugly, but at least the Tigers are one of the last two teams standing in college baseball. So uh, happy to see that. They've been ranked number one most of this year. Uh, So they pulled it out, came back, won three games and three nights in the loser's bracket to get out of their bracket and advance to the championship series. Uh, starting Saturday. So, you know, I got to get that in there when it just happened. We had to walk off. Uh, but real quick, check out the blog, the website. Uh, Jalen Hood Shafino from Indiana is the Lakers pick in the first round of this draft. Uh, so, sportscitychefs.com, check out the blog, website, series. I already told you earlier, Barry's been writing some things lately, so check out what we got going on there. Uh, check out our site. Check out our other shows. Uh, Timeless, you and I are going to be back at it Sunday morning with a Sunday morning brunch. And the Timeless Sunday morning brunch. And then uh, we got Carlos Cookout on Wednesday nights, Roundtable Gumbo on Thursdays. Sometimes some front office shows. We'll start having more NFL stuff come back around as we start leading into training camp. So I'm going to say my normal, usual thing. And since you're here, TP, the big man, first of all, uh, all the respect and love for you, brother. Without you, I wouldn't be here, man. And uh, laissez les bon temps rouler. And, man, listen, often imitated but never duplicated. I'm going to give it to you, TP, and let you close us out like you always do. Oh, Sports City, man. What did I tell you, man? These are the best, man. These are the guys, the crew. You already know how we do. Uh, we try to keep things going throughout the week. We got a lot of things coming, a lot of opportunities. Stay out there. We are now getting visuals. Of Sports City, the website is back up and flocking. I'm so happy that we got this moving. A lot of people are trying to work with us through promotional situations. So please continue to send that information to sportcitychefs at gmail.com. We can reach out and touch as much as we can. Um, like I said, Sports City, I'm a little frustrated right now because of the way the Thunder basically got 49,000 picks and they're wasting away not doing anything with these picks. It's just frustrating. I, I, see, Presley, I don't believe in you. I don't. I, I really don't. Uh, anyway, um, food for thoughts for city. Hopefully y'all can still do these dishes. Or on that note, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, now they know. Okay.